Hey guys, welcome back to the Sex Room Podcast. You guys, I am sorry for being gone for so long, but you know, shit happens when you're the only one that is working on your podcast and you have no one to help you. So I have been gone because I was sick for almost two weeks. And then after I got better, I ended up going to Miami for the first time. So I am finally back in Atlanta and I am healthy and I am ready to get back to my podcast. So thank you guys for being patient with me and understanding. I truly appreciate it. And I will make sure to be more proactive and make sure I just am on top of shit, you know? Update on my life. I have an Invisalign now, so I'm talking a little funny and I can just feel it in my mouth. I can like see how I'm talking and how I smile and it's just, it's crazy, but you know, hopefully I get used to it very, very soon. And it's really hard because with Invisalign, you get these like brackets on your teeth, like how you would if you have braces. But Invisalign, the brackets are like the color of your teeth or clear or whatever. And you like, people can't see them from afar, but if they look closely at your teeth, they can see them. And so it makes it harder to talk and to move around your lips and to eat. Oh, because when I have to eat, I have to take the Invisalign's out and the brackets just rub against the inside of my mouth and it does not feel good at all. And you know what? I'm like thinking, so I got my Invisalign in on Tuesday. No, I got them done. Yeah, on Tuesday, which is yesterday. And then I, um, thinking like, how am I going to suck a dick? Like, and I get it. You don't use teeth when it comes to sucking dick. But the thing is, is that it hurts. Like it hurts. And then I have to put in a new tray every week. And today it doesn't hurt as bad as it hurt yesterday. But it's just like every week my mouth is going to be hurting. And I'm not going to want to suck dick if my mouth is, mouth is hurting. And I'm damn sure not going to take them out and suck dick because... Some like some of the brackets, like where she put whatever she put on my teeth for the brackets, like like some of the stuff is on one of the back of my teeth and it's not like smooth enough. So that would just be like hell taking them out to suck dick. So I'm just gonna have to figure this shit out, okay? Maybe I have to practice on my dildo. <laughs> I would say practice on the guy, but he would probably get mad at me if I'd be like, I can't do this. And be like, oh, you're teasing me and stuff. So, I don't know, y'all. If anyone has ever had Invisalign and was sucking dick and you got some tricks of the trade, let me know. Because, baby, I need to know because I can't go a whole year or two without sucking dick, okay? Um, And I'm supposed to be wearing them for two years, but they only gave me enough trays for a year. So hopefully that means that I'm only going to be doing this for a year and they don't give me a second set of trays once I hear that year mark. Okay. Cross our fingers for me. But also 
another news I got my license you guys I'm so happy I'm so happy and now I just need to get me a car I can't wait to get me a car I really can't wait because your girl is tired of Ubering and lifting y'all like I spend so much money on Uber and Lyft. Like, I pay more in Uber and Lyft every month than I do, than I pay for rent. It's ridiculous, okay? Just don't do it, guys. If you Uber and Lyft, just get a car. It's going to be cheaper in the end. Just get a car. But, yeah, hopefully I get me a car very, very soon. When they, uh, within a month, I'll have me a car, okay? Cross your fingers for me. Go get me a car. Also, I am going to be changing from doing my podcast every week to doing it every two weeks. Why? Because it is a lot for me doing it by myself to do it every week. So I'm going to bump it to every two weeks. Now, if I get a co-host, then we can do it every week because I won't be the only person working on the podcast. But since it's only me, I'm going to be doing it every two weeks. So if somebody wants to be a co-host that's in Atlanta, let me know. But you got to be, you got to have knowledge on the subjects that we talk about. You can't just be here to be here, you know, be here for the ride. Okay. You got to bring something. So we're going to jump into for your information. And we're going to be talking about love bombing, which is pretty funny because um, lately I've been seeing a lot of stuff about love bombing and just some of the things that I wanted to talk about this week, which is funny. I've been wanting to talk about this for three weeks, but because I've been gone and sick, you know, I wasn't able to. But if you don't know what love bombing is, love bombing is a, a tap. See, I can't even talk right now, guys. But love bombing is a narcissistic tactic to emotionally manipulate you or someone by showering you with love and affection, compliments, gifts. And it can be used in the early stages of the relationship for them to like win you over. But it also is used during the relationship like when they make you mad or whatever afterwards they might love bomb you for a little bit and then go back to being a narcissist like they do it to manipulate you and it's not very cool and to control you and some people think like oh you know they're gonna be nice to me again like uh, someone that's like narcissistic which is the um, for your information topic is pretty much going on into the main topic main topic of today, which is toxic relationships and just toxic people. And I want to talk about narcissistic. If you don't know what a narcissistic is, a narcissistic is a personality disorder. Um, it is a mental condition where someone feel, um, needs to feel the sense of importance, of attention, uh, admiration. And they want to use these to control you and they like need it all the time. They need to feel like they are above you. They need to feel that. And so 
narcissistics are it's funny because to now today narcissistics are or narcissists like just the whole topic is just so popular now because people are realizing like yo this person is actually narcissistic and I have actually dated someone that was narcissistic and it's funny because um some people may not like this but it's a it's a simple way of explaining what it's like to deal with a narcissistic. Being with a narcissistic is like an addiction. And you know, addictions are are bad things to like have. Um and it's like narcissist it's like that um that tug and pull type thing where they will be mean to you or if something is um going on then they'll try to make you feel bad about it even if you're not in the wrong even if you don't feel bad about it they're gonna try and make you feel bad they're going to they're going to manipulate you they're gonna make you feel crazy it's never gonna be their fault it's never gonna be their fault or it's never gonna be something that is like for you to blame on them. It's every, it's always going to be everyone else's issue, never theirs. And honestly, dealing with a narcissistic is for me, it was a hard thing to do, but at the same time I did not let it go for a long time. And that's because you feel like, oh, well, it's like this person will love me, you know, this person's is here for me and blah 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 when they're really not. They're here for themselves. Okay? It's fucking bullshit. It really is. And a lot of times narcissistic people are controlling. It's not a lot of times. They are. They are controlling. And being with someone that is controlling, you should never want to be with someone that is controlling or narcissistic because when you are dating someone or in a relationship with someone or are married to someone it's never about being controlled or to control them you guys are two different people that come together to create a life so that means that's three different lives there one person, person A has their life, person B has their life, that's two lives, and then together A and B has a life together. That is three lives there. So, the only life that they should have any input in is their own life and the relationship together, but they should not tell you what you can and cannot do, where you can go, what you can say, who you can talk to. Like, that's just bullshit. You should not, you should not be with someone like that. And it's hilarious to me because people think that that's okay. Like a lot of toxic energy and just toxicness is in nowadays. Like people think that shit is cool and cute. Like it's not cool. It's not cute. It's actually detrimental to your mental health. Okay. And you need to run away from it as far, as far as you can. Like, I honestly don't understand why people are like, you know, like, for instance, there was this one post going around Instagram and it was talking about, um, 
it was talking about how they were like, oh, if if um, a guy spends this much money on me a month or if a guy gives me like $500,000 a month, then he can hit me every now and then. And the girls were really like going for this shit. And I'm just like, I'd rather be poor and be with a man that loves me, that cares about me, that respects that respects me. And it's funny because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people know that quote money doesn't buy happiness, but when I tell you it really does not buy happiness, it does not. Yes, you can be comfortable with money, but when I tell you there are plenty of rich people that are depressed because the people around them suck to them. Like they don't have good relationships with the people around them and they may not have their family around them. They are depressed and they commit suicide. They have done studies that have shown that people that live in like small towns um, that have their family close to them, that don't have a lot of money, those are the happiest people. And those are the people that have a better quality of life. Why? Because the more money, the more problems. That's why. That is exactly why. And so people just have to get out of their heads that, you know, money is going to solve things or money is going to cushion the the hurt and stuff. Like, just stop it. Like, stop it. And so, yeah, and then along these lines of narcissists and controlling, you have entitled people. And let's talk about how entitlement like people have so much entitlement nowadays especially the millennial generation when it comes to dating someone like I hear it constantly how men want women to only have sex with them or to only talk to them during the dating phase and y'all are not even together like no y'all have not set a commitment for each other so that person should do whatever the hell they want to do and you should too, period. Like you should never dictate what anyone what anyone is doing, especially if you guys have no commitment. Like, period. Y'all have no promises to each other. And that's me. Like, I'll be damned. I will be damned if a man tries to tell me that I can't do this or I can't do that and I'm single. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I will let him walk the fuck out that door. Yes, I will. The fuck? You're never going to tell me what to do, especially if we have no commitment together. And it's like, even if I'm in a relationship with you, I mean, you can tell me some things to do, but what you're not going to do is be controlling because that's toxic right there. And that's something that no one should have to deal with when it comes to being in a relationship. Controlling, when you control someone, you are bringing them down. You are lowering them. And in relationships, you want to lift them up, bring them higher. You want them to be the best person that they can be. You want them to be happy. And if you're not, you if you're not making them happy or encouraging them to do things that they want to do or encouraging them to be the best person they can be, then you're being detrimental for, towards them and you should not be with them. Period. Okay. There was this one guy that I was dealing with and he was like literally trying to convince me that I didn't like something that he didn't like about me. And 
I would just like sit there and laugh when I read his messages because it's like, you are crazy. Like you are legit crazy to think that I have a problem with this when I actually don't. You have a problem with this because if I had the problem that you're saying I had, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't. Like, cause me, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to do something that I don't want to do. Why? Because life is so precious in that fact that life should be enjoyed. Life, you should be happy. And if I'm not happy and if I'm not enjoying my life, then I'm not going to do whatever it is that's holding me back. Okay. I'm a grown ass woman and a lot of y'all are grown. Okay. So I'm sure, you know, what makes you happy at the end of the day. So do that shit and fuck what no one else got to say. I don't care if you fucking them. If you fucking them, find someone else to fuck. There's plenty of people to fuck on the planet, okay? Plenty of people to fuck on the planet. Okay? So just get back to being you. Make sure that, like I said, anyone you're dealing with is always going to uplift you always and always going to want the best for you and is never going to pull you down or tell you things what you can and cannot do what you can wear oh the thing about wearing oh let's get to that social media it's funny because a lot of these things i'd be seeing on social media like for instance how they'd be like oh you would let your girl wear this first of all back up backspace delete that what where would you let her excuse me she's not a child she's a grown-ass woman she doesn't need your permission to wear anything now some things you know a person that's in a relationship may not be comfortable wearing because they are in a relationship I get that completely I get it but what you're not gonna do is tell me I can't wear something because you're uncomfortable with it If I'm not uncomfortable wearing it, then I'm going to wear this. If you feel the need to tell me that there's something wrong with what I'm doing, and chances are it's a high chance that I've been wearing this or doing this before I met you. And guess what? If they've been doing it before you, they will surely do it after you. I know I will. I've had plenty of people talk about my Instagram and be like, oh, you will never find a man like that. Like, why do you always post your body and blah, blah, blah. Men don't like women that show off their body that everyone sees their body. And it's like, it's so funny to me because yeah, my inbox is always full. It's always full. And you know, there's plenty of, there's a, um, ah, can you even talk? (laughs) There's a big difference between someone that wants to fuck you, someone that wants to date you, and someone that, like, wants to spend their life with you. Completely different. I get that. But the whole point is, is that if someone gets to know me, then they know that I'm an amazing person, and my personality is awesome. Because I'm a really good person. Like, I really am. And I care about people. And I want to make the world a better place. And I am very educated. So... It's like, I don't know, people are just funny. Like, people are real funny. And it's sad that a lot, in a lot of straight relationships, it's the men trying to control the women. And don't get me wrong, it's definitely 
other situations where the women are controlling the men and women are dominant. I understand that. But a lot of times it's the male that tries to be dominant. And it's funny to me, like everyone wants to be an alpha male. And it's like, but you're not an alpha male. You're a beta male. Like, stop lying to yourself. Stop trying so hard. And there's nothing wrong with being a beta. There's nothing wrong with it. I like betas. I I like alphas too, but you got to be the right alpha because a lot of these alphas are are toxic. They're narcissists and they're controlling. And that's not how you want to be an alpha. You want to be a healthy alpha. So entitlement will run someone away. Please do not be entitled. If you just met someone, you know. Don't be entitled to them. Don't feel like you're owed anything because you're not. If you have no commitment to them, they ain't owed, you ain't owed shit. Diddly squat. Unless they promise you some promise you something. Then they they owe you something, okay? Because promises, I take promises very seriously. I don't know about you guys, but I do. So but a lot of times nowadays people have like this sense of entitlement and it's funny because I had met this guy on Tinder and we talked like the first night in that first night he was like okay let's see who falls in love first 30 days texting good morning good morning every morning good night every night and blah 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 and whatever just doing the goddamn most and I'm like what is wrong with this kid like I'm a grown-ass woman I'm 25 and I know a lot of 25 year old women don't have the same knowledge as I do when it comes to relationships and dating, but this ain't it. This is not it. Like, I don't really know you to play these games with you. Like, I'm not going to play these games with you. You are. And that's just like a red flag for me. Anyone that barely knows you and trying to push a relationship or force the idea on you. It's just like, what's up with you? What is your intention? What do you really got going on under that under that little mask of yours? You know, what is it? And it's just like, after that, I stopped talking to him. Because it's just like, you're fucking weird. Okay, you're doing the most. And it's making me uncomfortable. And this is not how relationships happen. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that it happened that way. But for me, and if you want it to be organic, and if you want it to be healthy and a solid relationship, you don't do stuff like that. You need to let it flow naturally and take your time to actually get to know the person, okay? Yes, you can get to know someone in 30 days, but at the same time, you will know more about someone in 90 days if you're continuously talking to them for 90 days rather than knowing someone for 30 days. Not saying there's nothing wrong with knowing someone for a short period, but the longer you know them, the more you will know about them because things just happen over time. Like life happens where maybe they go through a tragic accident or uh, someone around them goes through an accident or they go through some highs, they go through some lows. Like you get to see how they react in those situations and how they communicate with you. It's just that 
I like to take my time and I suggest all of you take your times as well because again if you want a solid relationship then that's what you should do and another thing is is that people feel this entitlement but yet they have no value in another person's life in order for you to get like whatever you're wanting, whether you want them to text you all the time, whether you want them to just um, hang out with you all the time or think about you, whatever, you have to create value in someone's life. So if they can't talk to you when things are rough or they can't come to you when they need help or if they like to do an activity and you don't do it, like what are they hitting you up for? What are they talking to you for? What are they interrupting your day to talk to you about? You got to have value. Value, okay? Just like buying something at the store. If you want to be one of the top products on the shelf, okay, you have to bring value. You have to be a good product. Or, I mean, shit, you might not be a good product, but shit, your brand name is good, okay? But the point is that it's value in that product. That's why a lot of people purchase it, okay? So bring value to someone's life. If you want to have a role in someone's life and you want to be a priority in their life, bring value into it. Someone doesn't have to answer your calls. Someone doesn't have to answer your texts. Someone doesn't have to blow up your phone. Someone doesn't have to come see you. Like, you have to just get that through your head. And I'm the type of person where I don't feel like the need to have to talk to someone every day, all day. I don't. I don't like it. Because it's like, we, we're talking about nothing. Like, we're really talking about nothing. If we talk every day, chances are we're talking about nothing. Why? Because we talk every day. Like, once we talk about our day, what else is there to talk about? Because we, we talked about other shit yesterday. We talked about the moon yesterday. We talked about the sun the day before. We talked about the weather the other day. Like, what else is there to talk about? There's nothing else to talk about. And if you meet up with them, then you're really going to have nothing else to talk about because you talked about everything through texting on the phone. So give yourself some space from someone and also realize that you don't want to like feel like you have crutches, like this person is your crutch. Like you want to be able to still live your life, do whatever you was doing before you met that person and don't feel like, like you need them to have a day. Because that's not healthy. And say that person disappears or y'all break up and stuff. Then you're emotionally in a bad state because you don't have that person anymore because you were using them as crutches rather than standing on your own two feet. So give yourself some space. Don't feel the need to always have to talk to someone. Don't get mad at someone that doesn't answer your calls or text messages when you want them to. Now, if they don't answer your calls, text messages, period, then just stop talking to them, okay? Just stop because they clearly don't want to talk to you. <clears throat> and this is all for, like, people that you're not in a relationship with, you know. But you really, really, really want to make sure you avoid people with these qualities, whether they're narcissists or controlling or entitled and you will see some of these signs in the beginning of the relationship 
So please pay attention. Like, please pay attention and watch out for red flags. Look at patterns. Look at how they treat other people, especially people in service jobs, waiters, waitresses, bartenders, um, people at front desks, people at the grocery store, people at restaurants. Like, pay attention to those things because you want to make sure that they treat people good because they'll treat you good. You should... It's funny because, again, another thing millennials have going on is... They're like, oh, well, they're an asshole to everyone else, but they're sweet to me. Baby girl and baby boy, they will be an asshole to you too. Trust. Just wait. Just wait. I don't I don't deal with people that are rude and nasty to other people because that's not the way I carry myself, and that's not a way I want anyone around me to carry themselves because what you're not going to do is be like that around me or act like that towards me. And that's just not going to happen. And again, they will they will treat you like this. If you guys have a problem, trust and believe that nasty side of them is going to come out and boom, you the bitch now. You the hoe now. You whatever they want to call you or whatever they feel like you that. You that. So Watch how they treat other people and make sure they treat other people good or whatever way you want them to treat you at the end of the day. Because, again, that's how they're going to treat you. Trust and believe. That's how they will. Also, look at how they talk about their exes. Look at look at how they talk about the the opposite sex or if they date the same sex. Look at how they talk about the same sex. Now, the exes. You don't want to deal with someone that literally only talks about negative things about their exes or says that nothing was their problem in the relationships. If nothing was their problem and their exes are just this horrible, horrible person, you should run from them. Because they're not taking ownership for anything they've done wrong in a relationship, even if say their ex cheated on them you still wasn't a perfect person and you want to also make sure that they're just not being like oh that bitch that nigga this that like because again they're going to do the same to you so make sure because a lot of times i'm gonna be real with y'all a lot of times relationships don't last relationships end they do they end and that's okay so, but you want to make sure you deal with someone to where if the relationship ends or if the relationship goes south, that you are okay with dealing with that person in that manner. Like when they're upset, when y'all are not on good terms, like, because you won't feel that you are going to feel that because relationships are not always butterflies and rainbows. No, it's not. Healthy relationships have arguments too. They're just not crazy, like crazy arguments, you know, that some people begin in. They are not physical arguments, okay? If y'all get into a physical fight, run, straight run, okay? If somebody is very angry, punching shit and stuff, I would run. Some people are okay with that. I'm not. If you punch and shit, 
if you are aggressive when you angry, I'm not doing it. I literally was dating this one guy and the last time I saw him was when he showed me his aggressive side. So this is what happened, y'all. I'm going to tell y'all a little story time real quick. Okay. So we went to, this was before I was vegan. We went to Chick-fil-A and got some food and he ended up ordering a large lemonade. Okay. So he had change in his cup holder and he decided to put his large lemonade on top of the change in his cup holder. Now, if you know anything about large lemonades from Chick-fil-A, the top of, so the bottom of the cup will fit in a regular standard cup holder, but it's only like literally like a few inches before it gets bigger. The cup gets bigger. So he sits it in there. It's clearly not stable. Now he starts driving his car and he turns out the parking lot. The lemonade happens to fall and spill all by his feet. And he was driving all by his feet. Of course, because I didn't have a license, not until now. Woo -woo. But it spills all by his feet. And he gets angry. Like, he gets very angry. He gets angry to the point where he starts punching his steering wheel and he bites his hand, like literally with the the area between your, your thumb and your index finger, he literally bites his hand. And I tried, I literally just reach over on his shoulder to try and touch him, to calm him down. And he screams, don't touch me. So I was like, okay, I won't touch you. After that, because I went to go see him. Like I lived in Georgia, he lived in Indiana. I went to go see him. And the whole, the rest of the trip, I was out there, I really kept hush-hush. I didn't speak very much because I was like, you know what, this dude is crazy. I'm not going to upset him because I am hours away from my house. I'm hours away from my fucking state I live in, okay? So I don't want to do that anymore. And on top of that, he when he would play the video game, he would get super angry. Like, he would throw his controller and stuff. And I was like, okay, you clearly have temper problems and so once I came back to Atlanta I was like I stopped talking to him and that was it I didn't tell him when I initially started talking to him I did not tell him why I stopped talking to him but or no I did sorry you know this was years ago I have to think back to this so I did tell him and the conversation kind of went like um I let him know that he scares me and that he is a little violent as from what I saw and I don't like that and I don't want to deal with that and so he's like begging me like oh I would never hurt you I would never hit you whatever 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 and it's like I'm not taking the chances buddy I'm not taking the chances and you're not all that for me to take the chance with either so it's just like I am good okay because I don't want to deal with someone that has anger problems and if they have anger problems and they don't see me as a safe haven to where they could just calm down with me then no like if you feel the need if you have to walk away from me to calm down if me talking to you or me being around you does not help you calm down then I don't need to be with you because I am not your safe space 
And I want to make sure that I'm your space, safe space when it comes to dating you or being in a relationship with you. I don't have to be your only safe space, but I do want to be a safe space. I do want to be a safe haven because your partner should be like, if you have a hectic day, you should come home, be by your partner and your partner should be there to love you, to help you release all that tension from the day and whatever it is you have going on, like you want your partner to be that, that soft pillow or that cold, the cold side of the pillow. Okay. You want your partner to be that. And that's what I want to be for someone. Okay. And if I can't be that for you, then what are we doing? There's no point of us doing anything. So how they talk to the opposite sex. Again, you don't want to be them to be calling you bitch. You nigga, you broke ass, you fat ass, you skinny ass, you ugly ass, whatever it is. You don't want them to be calling you that. So if they do that to other people, then red flag immediately. And it's funny, like I don't deal with men that call females bitches or hoes. I don't. I don't like that shit. A lot of times in music, if they call females bitches and hoes, I don't listen to the music. Like I'll listen to it at work whatever but I don't like it in my own like on my Spotify music like it's not in there the only time it's in there is like on my hype playlist because I gotta get hype you know I gotta get hype before work but other than that it's like no no you because again they're calling someone else that and chances are they have no respect for those type of people whatever they are talking down on they have no respect for them and if you're one of those people, like if you're a female and they call females bitches and hoes and sluts and whatever, or if they call strippers sluts and hoes and you're a stripper, then they're not going to respect you. They might like you at the moment and they might hide their hatred towards whatever it is, but trust and believe, baby, it's going to come to the light, okay? And you want to make sure that you are dealing with someone that loves you for you, loves you for whatever you have going on, that even if it is something that is like you feel is flawed about you, that they still love you and love it, whatever it is, okay? You don't want anyone that's going to drag you down, period, or drag anyone down, period. You need positive people in your life and Get away from the toxicness. I just don't understand why so many millennials love toxic behavior. It's not okay. It's not cute. It's not healthy for you at all, okay? Run far, far away from toxic people and toxic energy and toxic traits, okay? It's really, truly not worth it, okay? So... That's going to be my story of the day of the guy I dated. So, voila. And, again, you guys can send me you guys' story of your dating. Or you can send me stories of um, sex stories. Whatever you want to send me to read on the podcast. I will read it. Um, Just waiting on you guys to send me some stuff, you know. And I got an email on... um, I got an email today and someone was asking me just about like, um, 
I can't really remember exactly what the email said, but I know it was along the lines of like the best sex that I ever had and stuff like that. But I will go through those things on my podcast, but what I'm I'm not gonna answer questions on here that are just like about me unless I do like a segment about me or something, you know? Like I don't want you to just send me emails of asking about me and my personal experiences. Like I want you guys to ask me advice questions. I want you guys to tell me situations you're in and if you want to get me to help you in a situation. Like I would love to hear you guys' stories and hear anything that you have going on. It would be greatly appreciated. But moving on to the sex song of the day or the week or the two weeks because it's going to be every two weeks. Okay. I'm going to do a close to you by Drizzy and T-Pain. If you haven't heard the songs, you should definitely listen to it. It is such a sexy song. It is amazing song. Drizzy is just underrated as a whole, but this was the first song that I've ever heard by her, and it's truly amazing. And I love when T-Pain is on a track because T-Pain is a legend. I don't care what nobody got to say. T-Pain is amazing. He's been dropping hits after hits for years, okay? But the song is a really good song, and it's a very sensual, sexy song. Like, listening to her sing and rap and t-pain sing it is amazing so go listen to the song go add the sex room playlist on spotify okay but that's gonna be the end of this episode i hope you guys are are fed by my episode i hope you guys love my episode And I appreciate you for listening. And I can't wait to get back on my regular schedule program. And hopefully I have a guest soon. Also, one more thing. My super exciting news. You guys, I will be doing sex toy giveaways. Yes, I will be doing sex toy giveaways. I will have all the rules next week or in the next two weeks. And I will tell you how you can enter how you can win some toys I have toys for men I have toys for women I have toys for couples okay so I just want to do this and I will be doing this like either every month or every two months or every few episodes but I'm gonna constantly do giveaways okay because I like to make people happy and who isn't happy about getting free stuff so I'm gonna be giving away toys And I've been purchasing these toys with my own money, okay? No one has been giving me any free toys to give away. So I hope you guys appreciate them. And I hope you guys actually enter my contest, you know? So I will let you guys know all the rules and regulations next week or in the next two weeks. But thank you again for listening to my podcast this week. I am your host, Chrissy Doll. You can follow me on Instagram at Chrissy Doll. And you can follow my podcast at Sex Room Podcast on 
Instagram. You can email me at sexroompodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, be blessed and love one another.